Yo, 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 what's going on, good people? Today is Monday, June 14th, 2021. Time is 10 12 Eastern Time, and you're on with another episode of The Bridge. Get out with Big Ron Brown, Big Kush, King Kush is all the same. Here, bring you my humble opinion about things that's going on in our everyday lives, things that's affecting us, uh, things that we talk about, you know, sports, music, politics, current events on a local, national, and global level. I'm going to touch on a few things right now. Um, a uh, few topics that I'm going to touch on today are uh, NBA playoffs, of course. We're going to get into, um, definitely going to get into some more NBA playoffs. Uh, Darnella Frazier to, re- to receive a prestigious award. Um, Dak Prescott signs a new deal with the Jordan brand. Simone Biles is crushing it again at the World, at the National Olympics. Um, on, on Black history being made in the state of, Pens- in, uh, state of Mississippi and the city of, Pen- and city of Philadelphia. And we're also going to get into some um, uh, so, and some more tragic news about some mass shootings that happened over the weekend. But uh, first, we're going to get into some COVID and vaccine updates, as always. As it stands right now, there are 33,283,781 cases of COVID here in the United States, uh, 597,195 deaths as a result of COVID. Um, wow, we're almost at 600,000 people. Um, 144 million fully vaccinated, which is around 43.8%. I'm going to say that number again. Say these numbers again. 33,283,781 cases of COVID here in the United States. Uh, 597,195 people have passed away as a result of COVID here in the United States. Uh, as it stands right now, 144 million people have fully been vaccinated, which is about 43.8%. Uh, here in the city of Philadelphia, where I live at, where I reside, Philadelphia has left its final COVID restrictions uh, on Friday, including indoor mask mandate. I still think you do have to wear a mask if you're on public transportation, such as trains, uh, buses, uh, cabs, Ubers, things of that sort. So I think you still have to wear your mask if you're going to be in public transportation but as far as indoor um mask mandate like if you're going to a restaurant if you're going to out to eat they have lifted the last um mask indoor mask mandate as it stands right now so but unless you're on public transportation you still have to wear your mask and as of right now the united states is going to donate 500 million pfizer doses worldwide I saw up on it last week that there are several countries, including Africa, India, Asia, Latin America, uh, Caribbean, the uh, Caribbean, some of the uh, places, especially over in India, that have been hit the hardest. Definitely need those cases. They definitely need those doses as soon as possible because uh, I think they do. They have reached another spike overseas in India and in Asia. So 500 million doses of Pfizer vaccine will be given out worldwide people please we are definitely rounding a corner like i said fully vaccinated is around 43.8 percent we are definitely um getting up to close to 50 percent i don't know if we're gonna reach uh president biden's goal to be at 70 percent by the fourth of july because here it is now june 14th um we are getting closer more and more people are vaccinated more and more people are going out there they're hanging out i saw in the news people are going back to the bars they're going to clubs they're going to restaurants they're doing trying to get back to some sense of normalcy my thing is as i've been saying for the past 15 months stay if you get vaccinated 
that's the best way to defeat this virus and to get past this virus. If you have not gotten vaccinated, please go get vaccinated. That is the only way we are going to combat this virus and beat it. That's the only way. I don't see other way. Just sitting around, not getting vaccinated, not taking it seriously, hoping it's just going to disappear. No. 500, almost, we are at 600,000 people here in this country that have died. Millions around the world. This is very serious. And just sitting back, not doing anything, saying I'm not going to get the shot, is unacceptable. Please go get vaccinated. If you have not gotten vaccinated, once again, social distance yourself. Continue to wear your mask. Continue to use hand sanitizers. Continue to sanitize yourself and your home and your vehicle and everywhere else you need to sanitize. If you have not gotten vaccinated, please, people, continue to do those things. We're at nearly 50% of the the country fully vaccinated. I think we're at more than 60% of at least people who have had at least one vaccination. So... We're rounding the corner. We're getting closer and closer to the um, deadline that President Biden wanted to meet, um, even though him and um, um, Vice President Harris are over overseas right now. They still think that we are definitely going to get um, reached and get as close to 70 percent as possible with um, even though they are helping other countries around the world, which is a sign of great leadership because. There are countries around the world, especially in India, that, that, that need it bad. So people, please, once again, take heed to what I'm saying. Go get vaccinated. Do not play around with this. This is not a game. We're trying to get closer. We're trying to get healthy. Look at this vaccine. It's looking as a flu shot. I may sound like a broken record, but it's true. People, please do what you need to do in order to stay safe, in order to get vaccinated, because this is the only way. This is the only way that I see us beating this deadly virus and beating this disease. Let's jump into some action in the uh, that any action the association known as the NBA. NBA playoffs are in full effect. Uh, loving it, I love it. This this is the best this is the best time to watch basketball because they are going all out. Uh, from this past Saturday, we saw where the Los Angeles Clippers uh, won their first game of the series, defeated the Utah Jazz one thirty two to one hundred six. Uh, Utah still has a two to one series lead in that series. Games from yesterday. We're going to um, Brooklyn, um, Milwaukee Bucks, even that series, two games apiece. They defeated the Brooklyn Nets 107 to 96. Milwaukee came home, had some good home cooking. They, they served purpose. Uh, Kyrie Irving had uh, tweaked his ankle uh, when he was going up for a rebound. I think he stepped on uh, Giannis's under the coupon's foot, turned his ankle, I think it's his right ankle, the wrong way. They said the x rays were negative at this time, but He's uh, probably going to have to get a shot, get a, get a shoot shoot it up in order to get ready to play because this series is now a best of three. First, first team to win the best of the best of three series now. The game is tied up to 2-2. When you're top, in my opinion, when you are top heavy as the Brooklyn Nets are because you have you have your stars, you have you have your KD, Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and the rest of the team is eh, so-so to me. And it showed yesterday because nobody stepped up. Nobody could give them offense points like they needed to. And so when you're top-heavy and two of your stars are down and you only have one star left, Milwaukee did what any good team is supposed to do. They took full advantage. They took the lead. They put a stranglehold on the lead, and they did not give it back to the Brooklyn Nets. So that series is tied up two games apiece. And congratulations to the Phoenix Suns. They swept the Denver Nuggets 125-118. Uh, to close out this series, four games to none. Uh, 
uh, their first trip to the Western Conference Finals since the 2010 season. Uh, Chris Paul turned back the hands of time last night. He uh, 37 points. He was he was he, every time they needed a big back big big basket when they needed a big assist. He was there. He is one of the oldest players from what I saw on the stat to be 36 years and older to have 37 37 or more points. I think the last time that was done was back in 2000 with Karl Malone, and before then it was with uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in 1983. So Chris Paul for the old heads, because <laughs> once, once you get above 35, you're old here, because I'm, I'm 38, so I know, I, know, I know what that feels like. I'm 38, he's 36. So once you get 35 and older, you're considered an old head. So Chris Paul out here doing it in years 16, 17, he's, he's going for it. He has a nice young team around him. That, that that is playing. I mean, Devin Booker, I think he had 30 points. DeAndre Ayton, that, that is the cornerstones. That is the future of their team, and they are showing out. De uh, Devin Booker represents Moss Point, Mississippi. Mississippi stand up. Yes, indeed. Uh, a little controversy last night. Joe, um, Nikola Jokic, he was um, ejected from the game because of a flagrant foul on Price, I believe the play name of the player was. He did wind up his arm. He swung. He connected with his face. I don't think the man should have been ejected, but he should have definitely got a flagrant one or a plus a technical or something. But I mean, this is the playoffs. This is their partner. This, this was their last. That was Denver's last game of the season in the third quarter. And this man, this is he's the MVP, and he gets ejected on his home court in the last game of their season. So it's just the way the way it works. So it's a shame, but. I would have liked to see how they would have looked Denver at full strength if uh, Murray wouldn't have got hurt in April. But they're a young team. They have a young nucleus. They have young cornerstones on their team. Denver is not going anywhere. They will be back. All right, tonight's game, slates of games, um, it's going to be the Atlanta Hawks, um, uh, uh, 76, Philadelphia 76ers, and in Atlanta to take on the Atlanta Hawks. Game four of that series will resume. Philadelphia has a 2-1 lead, two, to one, two games to one lead in that series. That game starts at 7.30 p.m. Um, Utah Jazz will take on the Los Angeles Clippers, 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. Both of these games will be on TNT. Utah has a 2-1 two to, one, two to one series lead in that series. Clippers are trying to draw even, as well as the Atlanta Hawks are trying to draw even in that series. Speaking of Nikola Jokic, uh, congratulations to him. He was named... 2020-2021 NBA MVP of this season. He is the first center to be named MVP since Shaquille O'Neal was named MVP back in 2000. Back in 2000, 21 years ago. So, um, Nikola Jokic, he is he is steady as a rock. There's nothing flashy about him. Uh, Stephen A. Smith often often jokes and says he can't jump off a curve, but his footwork is his his fundamentals are right there. He, he is he is the definition of guy going hard in the paint. He will get you down in the paint. He can shoot. I have saw that he can shoot. Might not be able to jump as high, but his skill set is there. His fundamentals are there, and he is he, he played all 72 games of this season. Did not miss a game. So his his, his um, availability is definitely one of his best abilities. He's dependable. He is there. He can, he's he's definitely becoming one of my favorite new favorite players. So for him to be a big man and still show that centers still matter. What you do in that paint still matters. You still need guys, that big guys that can get down in the paint and go get you 
25, 30 points a game, 10 to 15 rebounds, blocks, assists, and he's definitely becoming one of, the, one of my favorite players of this generation. Um, as far as centers, yeah, him, Embiid, DeAndre Ayton, those, those are the ones that I look to as far as being the centers of this generation that's going to take it for the next 10 to 15 years. Giannis, they're definitely in that category. Um, other sports-related news, Julio Jones was traded to the Tennessee Titans for a second and fourth round picks. That trade has been confirmed. He will be wearing number two uh, as when the season starts in September. Uh, he says he's, he told Shannon Sharp he is fully healthy. He had been battling some injuries uh, this past couple of years, but he says he is ready to go. Fresh start, new beginning. He says he's ready to go. He's ready to show everybody he can still be one of the most dominant receivers in the game. And if he's healthy and he's ready to go, good luck trying to defend him and um, A.J. Brown. Yeah, because if you double them, you're going to leave seven in the box. And King Henry, if you leave seven people in that box, Good luck because he is going to run up and down and all around you. So that, it, it, the thing is, is that like I said about Nikola Jokic, availability is you got to be your best ability because you can have all the talent and skill set in the world, but if you're always hurt and you're not able to showcase your talent, then it does nobody any good. So if Julio can stay healthy, that's the key to any sport. That's the key to any sport. You can draft and develop the talent. You can sign free agents. You can have the team that you want. But if your team is hit by the injury bug, like my Dallas Cowboys were hit last year, San Francisco had the most, the 49ers had the most injuries in the NFL last season. Second team behind them, Dallas Cowboys. We were hit. The, the, the gruesome injury to Dak, our offensive line was decimated. We were not the same because of injuries. And injuries are part of the game, but it just sucks that when you think you have a good team and you can make a run for a championship, that injuries is the main reason why you can't. In the last few years, Julio Jones definitely, definitely um, was nicked by the injury bug. And so hopefully he's able to come back and able to um, showcase his talents like he, sh like he should be able to. Um, Dak Prescott signs a five-year deal with the Jordan brand. Uh, he is leaving Adidas. He is becoming the first quarterback to sign a deal with the Michael Jordan brand, everything that um, Dak has been through professionally and personally, I'm happy for him. I'm, once again, I'm hoping he's another one that can stay healthy, that can definitely showcase his talent and everything that he's been through. I'm wishing nothing but blessings upon blessings upon blessings to Dak Prescott because that man has been through a lot. And we all know when you're the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, you get perks. It is what it is. You get certain perks. You get certain things that are blessed upon you, that are laid in your lap. Because if you're the starting quarterback with that star on your side of the helmet, it's different. The man has at least eight to ten endorsements from yogurt to uh, uh, Campbell's soup to Diet uh, Pepsi to the, the mattress. The, uh, I forgot the name of the bed company. Uh, he has all kinds of endorsements. And now he's the, he's the first quarterback to be signed to Michael Jordan's brand. So that is huge. Congratulations to Dak. He is, he is definitely securing the bag. That's, what, that's for sure. Uh, the NFL and NFL Players Associations have offered $1 million in grants for pain management to include cannabis and CBD. This is huge because, as we all know, certain players 
have dealt with marijuana and cannabis issues with the NFL. Mainly they say some of them do it because they have pain and issues and with their injuries and stuff and things of that sort. And so now that marijuana is becoming predominantly legal, makes sense. So if marijuana is going to help reduce the pain, if it's going to help you rehab, if it's going to help you come back to be a better player, then why not? People have to take this stigma off of marijuana because I think finally that (laughs) after all these years, marijuana is looking at as medicine. It is medical. It helps if you be it's like any drug or it's like anything if you abuse it too much of course it'll be unhealthy for you but there are way more positives about marijuana than there are negatives i know you some people like to live back in the day and oh it's a drug and it's a drug no there if you're if it's used properly marijuana has more positive than negative and i think that stigma about marijuana is finally starting to disappear because you ask any doctor, you ask anybody, any nurse, any doctor, anybody that's in the medical field, they will tell you that certain mar- some marijuana taken in stages, in stages, in moderation, will definitely help. So, uh, NFL is definitely taking, uh, anytime you put a million dollars to something, they're definitely taking it seriously. That's just my opinion. Um, Vice President Harris took a trip over. She is in uh, she was in Mexico as well as uh, President Biden. He was over in England making their first uh, overseas trips to um, other countries. Uh, Vice President Harris was basically telling people south of the border, do not come across the border because it is not safe for you to come across the border. And I'm hoping that she is working with uh, the leaders of those countries to make it a safe way for people to leave in order to get away from some of the hellacious situations that they are facing in their country from human trafficking to sex abuse to war to 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 poverty it's so much going on around the world that we in the united states will probably never see or even know about and these people are risking life and limb traveling thousands of miles from central america just to get to the mexican border just to get to this country you have no idea what these people have been through and suffered through. And there's got to be a way for our leaders in this country and leaders of other countries can not only put an end to this, their suffering and everything that they've gone through, but if people want to come to America, do it the legal and right way. That way they won't face no repercussions or no setbacks getting here because people are coming in droves because they are tired. They're afraid, they're frustrated, they're angry, and they want a better life. And I am all for that. And I just want them to have that and have it legally so they won't have any setbacks to send them back to the hellacious crap that they have been going through in these countries. So hopefully our leaders and their leaders can work together on that. I'm hoping. Um, Other sports-related news I forgot to get to real quick. Simone Biles, that young lady is killing it. She is... She is dominant. She is beautiful. She's intelligent. She's and, and she's a black woman that is killing it. She wins another, um, sets another record with her seventh national championship in gymnastics. Uh, the Olympics are set to start. The Olympics will step. I think will go forth in um, either July or August in Tokyo. So she is killing it on the national level at the World Games, and now she's getting ready for the Olympics. And I love her response when people said they think you're the female 
uh, Hussein Bolt or you're the female Michael Phelps. She said, no, I'm Simone Biles, period. She's not trying to be like anybody else. She's just being herself. A beautiful, intelligent, talented, gifted black woman that is killing it and she's doing it and it's all natural. There's nothing else to boost. There's no juice to boost what she's doing. It's all natural. That's God-given talent, ability that she is showcasing for the world and has been doing for a long time now. So congratulations to Simone Biles for doing what you're doing. Um, the college football playoff. They are considering expanding to 12-team formats, formats when they begin uh, with Men and Meats in Chicago next week. Um, I was all for the eight to expanding it to eight which is include the conference champions from all power, um, all five power conferences. And then you have three lower seeds in a lower um, conferences to play. But now they want to expand it to 12, which will include all five power conferences, which are the SEC, the ACC, the Big 10, the Big 12, and the Pac-12. So um, the other conferences that are going to be included, I don't know. So. I'm thinking that the conference champions will have the higher seeds with the um, whoever has the best record will have the bye week. But uh, they are definitely are going to be thinking about expanding it to 12 teams starting in um, the 20, I think it's the 2023, 2024 season, if I'm not mistaken, if they agree to it, which more than likely if they will, because as we all know, the more teams play, the more money is being made more team the more teams that you have playing the more people that are going to watch the more money that's going to be made we all know what the bottom line is to that so and i agree i like it i like the expansion of it because every year i think people are tired of seeing the same four teams competing for the national championship because how are you going to have a really it's like the um, college basketball you have march madness when you have 64 to 68 teams and that are truly able to compete for a national championship so how are you going to have a national championship where you only have four teams you had a you got to expand that because there are some great teams that get left out every year and that never get a shot at competing for a national championship um, so definitely looking forward to that and see what they do with that uh, some black history was made in the uh, city of Pennsylvania in the city of Philadelphia in the state of Mississippi uh, Temple hires his first black uh, president Jason Wingard as his president of Temple University. He's the first black president hired in that university's history. Uh, he's, um, he has an Ivy League background. Um, definitely looking forward to seeing what he does for the for this, um, University of Temple and the city of Philadelphia. So congratulations to Jason Wingard, first black president of Temple University. U.S. District Judge Deborah Brown in the city of Greenville, Mississippi is the first, uh, will become the chief judge first black chief judge in that state's history in greenville mississippi which is in the delta uh congratulations to her because in this day and age when you become the first black judge and she's a black woman in this in the state of mississippi in greenville in the delta that is huge congratulations to her that just goes to show if you vote if you put the people if you go out here and vote and you put the right people in place good things can happen so i'm definitely looking forward to seeing what she does as the chief judge down in greenville mississippi my home state state of mississippi where i was born and raised at so definitely uh, congratulations to her black history being made day in and day out so i'm definitely looking forward to seeing what she does as the chief justice so congratulations to her um 
Darnella, Darnella Frazier, the, um, the teen who filmed George Floyd's murder last summer in May, will win an honorary Pulitzer Award for her brave actions of videotaping that horrific day on May 25, 2020. Um, if it was not for her courage, if it was not for her saying that this is wrong, that everyone around her knew it was wrong, and for her courage and her conviction to pull out her cell phone and to record what was happening to George Floyd, record the actions of those police officers. If it was not for her video footage, who knows how this, how that situation would have turned out, how it would have panned out. So I am saluting her, Darnella Frazier, for having the courage, for having the, the bravery, the gallantry to showcase what would needed what needed to be shown um yeah more i'm hoping that more and more people will recognize her will award her for her bravery for her courage and i'm wishing nothing her nothing but the best i'm pretty sure this has not been an easy year for her but i little um young sister i salute you and i thank you for doing what you did last year because it needed to be shown it needed to happen it's, it's sad and tragic that it did happen but i'm thankful for your quick action and your bravery and your courage to show your video footage of those officers and how they murdered george floyd last year so little sis thank you thank you thank you and congratulations on winning this prestigious award um we've had um a mass, another mass shooting um over the past over the weekend um in austin texas i believe 14 were wounded uh the suspect was arrested for that mass shooting that took place in austin texas over the weekend um as it stands right now there have been 268 mass shootings 298 people have been killed and 1126 injured this year from mass shootings alone i'm gonna read those numbers again 268 mass shootings 298 people have been killed 1126 have been injured this year from mass shootings alone and it's only the middle of june we still have another six months to go in this year we have a problem when it comes to mass shootings guns in this country whether people want to face it or not whether people want to accept it or not there is a problem um Gun laws and everything can go in effect. They need to go in effect. And harsher penalties need to go out for the ones who commit these tragedies and these heinous crimes. Uh, they just uh, just saw where we they celebrated the fifth year anniversary of the Pulse nightclub shooting in Orlando, Florida. It's hard to believe that was five years ago. But it's just more is, is happening every day. More and more pieces and something needs to be done. But it's just co-worker mind me and a co-worker mind were talking it's just even when you change the laws even when you put these stricter penalties on the people who commit these crimes more and more people are still going to buy guns because you can change the laws you can put things in place but how do you change that the evil and hate and hatred and hatred in somebody and rage that's in somebody's heart how do you change the wiring in somebody's brain when they have been there, have been feeling that way their entire life, and now they have a gun, they have a sense of, I have power, and I'm going to use that power for negative, and just commit tragedies, and 
people dying and just at, at, a, at, a, at a mass rate. It's just, I saw where people down here in Philly this morning where people have this man was, was riding a dirt bike here in Philadelphia and just people, I don't know if it was road rage or if it was retaliation or what, but somebody just shot and killed him riding a bike. It's just more and more people have been, two 16 year old kids were shot. Both of them were shot like 15 plus times. The amount of rage and evil and hatred that is going on in our world, and not only in our city, but in our state, in our country, and in our world. And I am a man of faith. Um, I am a Christian. I am. I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. I, I, I accepted him as my savior, and I, 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 I wear my religion on my sleeve. Um, everything I truly believe happens for a reason. My pastor, uh, Pastor Waller, you know, Tabernacle Baptist Church here in Philadelphia, he preached yesterday that these past 15 months were not an accident. These past 15 months, that everything that has happened in our country and in this world, from COVID to, to the racial unrest, to the violence, to everything, this is, this is not an accident. This is not a coincidence. It's happened for a reason. And his sermon, subject of his sermon was, come back to God. And that is so true because everything that has happened, everything, all the loss and tragedies that we've had, God is, is, is getting our attention. I'm hoping it's getting people's attention. And as the older people in my neighborhood used to say, it's getting late in the evening and the sun is going down. Time is winding up. If you read your Bible like, you read, like I read my Bible and you know your Bible, all these things are in there. This is the beginning of sorrows. Time is winding up. It's, it's, it's getting closer to that time. It's, we are in the beginning stages of the end days. And I'm a firm believer in that because everything that's going on with people against people, the weather, pestilence, violence, wars, we're in those stages. And I, that's just my personal opinion. That's just what I believe in. God has been unhappy with the world for a long time. And until we come back to him, repent for our sins turn from our evil ways and say and come back to him and fully come back to him things like this are going to continue to happen but i pray for those who have lost those families and loved ones to violence and tragedies this past 15 months and i pray for peace and comfort for you and hopefully one day god will give you the reasons and the answers that you need and bring some joy back into your life and we all need it. <laughs> we all need it. And as always, we all come from different races, backgrounds, cultures, places, and statuses. But we are more alike than we are different. When we can see each other as human, find common ground and interests, begin to pick each other's brain, and dig into the core of each other, respectfully and peacefully, only then can we begin to heal each other and truly bridge the gap between all of us. Another episode of The Bridge. Get out with Big Ron Brown, Big Kush, King Kush is all the same. Here bring you my humble opinion about things I like to talk about, sports, music, politics, current events on a local, national, and global level, things that's going on in our everyday lives. I will be posting this. You can find this on Anchor Podcast. I will be posting this to my uh, Facebook page as soon as I am done. Uh, people, please, if you have not gotten vaccinated, please don't get vaccinated. Stay safe out here. Summertime is around. Uh, summer is officially beginning. Um next week so um more and more people are traveling getting out doing what they want to do 
So people, please, if you haven't gotten vaccinated, go get vaccinated. Social distance yourself if you haven't. Pray for those. Pray for you and I. Pray for you and I. Pray for me for peace, for joy and peace and comfort and comfort to those who need it. And just um, stay safe, man. And um, and I will talk with you guys next week. Have a good one.